My name is Dallin Byers, born and raised in Chicago, Illinois, South Side till I die. I'm Dallin's dad, Skip Byers, as I'm called. I'm a retired IT person, still living in Chicago with my wife, absentee of all kids, and digging every bit of it. Right after retirement in 2017, I traveled to Europe, Rome, the Vatican, Nice in France, had a little bit of time spent in Spain, Barcelona. I'm looking forward to getting back on the road. I want to keep a bag in the car for anywhere I'm going domestically and uh, another bag and a passport ready for whenever I can hop on a flight and take it to wherever. I think maybe Greece is next. You're stealing my ideas. That's not fair. Yes, I am. It's not fair. You have to take me with you if you go. He mentioned, no, I don't. He mentioned... Santorini or Mykonos. Or Mykonos, Mykonos. right. Either one of which would be tremendously expensive. But I expect that by the time we're ready to get back on the road, I'll be able to afford it again. Nowhere in my imagination do I imagine him going with me when I go. As a matter of fact, the first he'll hear of it probably probably will be my phone call from there. By the way, I left this morning. I'll see you in about a week and a half. (laughs) I feel like every time we've road tripped, the end goal has been Florida. Or at least South. right? Right. We made a stop in Atlanta. I remember that one. We've been to Branson, Missouri, 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 and Washington D.C. and Washington D.C. Can you remember when we were going through uh, Kentucky? We stopped in Kentucky, and the Mammoth Caves were close by. That was when you and I and Bree, I think it was, I, were going to D.C. I remember Mammoth Caves being brought up. Yeah, and I wanted to do Mammoth Caves. Mm -hmm. And neither of the three of them could fathom Mammoth Caves, nor did they want to go. And we only had to drive another two and a half, three miles out of the way to get there. And I couldn't convince them that this was going to be the memory of a lifetime. Mammoth Caves, do you know what that was? Do you know what that is? And they had about the interest of a fleet in in going to Mammoth Caves. So I never went. And I held it against them. I still hold it against them. But a lot of good that does me. <laughs> to be fair, you were arguing with me and I probably was half asleep when I did. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I do remember sometimes, and I don't remember if you did it so much as on road trips or just when I was riding with you and you didn't want me to fall asleep because you felt like I should be awake too. He'd like jerk the car and make me hit my head against the window. Just enough so I couldn't sleep comfortably. I thought that was really petty, but I get it. (laughs) But it worked. It it did work. It did work. Since Dallin was born, if we wanted him quiet and we we wanted him sleep, we'd put him in the backseat of the car and drive. It didn't have to be very far because as soon as he hit the backseat of the car, it would be as though he had been given some type of shot with a needle. (laughs) It seemed intravenous to him. Uh, He'd get in the back of a car and pretty soon he'd be knocked out. So on these long drives while we were traveling and, you know, going somewhere on vacation, he was often 
just waking up to see where we were and saying, are we there yet? Just like on the movie, right? At the timeshare we were staying at at the resort in Orlando, Florida, there were events going on. One of them was a ping pong tournament. Must have been how old then? Probably like 10 to 12, somewhere in that range. Yeah, maybe not quite 12, but I'd say you're right, more like maybe 10. I played a little bit and canceled out early. Dallin, I had actually taught him how to play ping pong. And he could barely at the time see up over the table. Okay. But he got in the tournament. The very first game he played, we can remember where he started playing. And he had gotten behind by maybe about four, five, six points. And of course, game point was 21. I remember me saying, okay, spitball, as I used to call it, and still do. Spitball, okay. Channel down, jump on it, and take it. He put the paddle down on the table. He blew into his hands and rubbed them together, picked the paddle back up, took a stance, and when the person served, I don't think they got another point or two out of the game. He beat that person and the person after it and the person after it. He must have played about five or six people and won every one and took first place in the championship, which became kind of a uh, character tidbit for Dallin to the way he is and the way he concentrates on things. And it was so much fun for us because he was such a young guy. He could still not reach across the table. He was just that short. And they were just sure they were gonna wipe this young kid out. And he beat every one of them. I remember the earlier trips because he was a little guy and it was just so, so cute to me. And I saw all those formative uh, issues coming about and I was enjoying. But once he got to be 21 years old, it's like I was watching from a distance. At some point you get to in life, you know, you, you're looking back at what you've experienced, what you've seen, the things you've done, the places you've done it. And it's, it's the memories of life that become more golden and, and more valuable than some of the things you think about doing next. I'm not going to lie, y'all. Right about now, Chicago is getting pretty cold. And I would love to, you know, up and disappear to Mykonos or some remote island where no one can find me. But, you know, I'm not retired like my pops. I still have to work this nine to five. And that being said, I might just hop in my car and make my way to Palm Springs or Miami Beach. You know, keep my options open just how I like it. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. And it comes with a lot of benefits like getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you and a policy that helps cover the important things in your life. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Now back to the show. Remember how we had that one really bad winter where it was really icy? And you were driving yourself? Uh, I was driving and I had another friend in the car. Okay. I believe 
we were coming back and to school coming back to Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. I went to school in Iowa. It's about a three and a half hour car drive. So we had left Iowa. We're in the car. We've been driving for a couple hours and I think maybe halfway we got hit with a flurry and it was so bad. Like you couldn't see maybe more than three or four car lengths in front of you. And at this point, I don't think everyone had gotten the message that you should slow down because you can't see. Mm-hmm. So we're in the car and I'm I'm back in the Toyota Corolla at this point. The 1996 Toyota Corolla was a red four-door sedan, a very small car, passed down to me from my father's mother. Toughest car in the world because the car was older than me. Well, not older than me. It was 96. I was born in 94, but it was around for a while. Honestly, there was, aside from the damage I had done to it, there was no damage to it. I did have to retire it about a year ago because the engine finally gave out, but it, it was a tough car. It kept on ticking no matter what. Radio was so old, I had to replace it with one myself because it didn't have an aux cord or anywhere for me to, like, Bluetooth or anything. Like, it was, it was old school. Manual windows, not the best traction. Mm-hmm. If I make the wrong move, this car is going somewhere I don't want it to go. So I'm trying to take my time. Cars are zooming past me. And at this point, it, it looks, it's getting dark out, so we don't have the light visibility. It's, it's pretty much whatever my dim car headlights would illuminate. Sure. That's as far as I can see. Um, and we're driving. To further exacerbate the, the black ice. Exactly, exactly. The ground is covered. It's below freezing, so most of it's frozen over. And I just remember, I look to my left, there's blinking lights, the car's in a ditch. And I look to my right, and a semi's in a ditch. Yeah. And I look to my left again, and another car is in a ditch. And it was to the point where I saw, in maybe the span of 20, 25 minutes, there were 10 cars in ditches. So at this point, I have to put on speed racer mode. Like, I'm like, oh, in speed racer in my driving sense, like my tacticalness, not necessarily speed. I'm going maybe 20 miles per hour at this mm-hmm. point an hour outside of Chicago. I look like a grandma the way I'm driving this car. Like, I'm hunched up on the wheel. Knuckles are white. Right, hands at 10 and 2. I'm gripping it like my <laughs> life depends on it. My friend is in the holding on to the uh, passenger seat in the door window like, just take your time. We'll move real slow. And it's it's to the point where all the cars have gotten into a single file line. Like, no one's passing no anybody. One's passing, right. No one's going anywhere they shouldn't be going everyone slowed down i probably could have walked to chicago faster but it was below freezing and i'm not getting out this car Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm inching my way along the road i'm seeing cars fishtailing it it looks like a snow apocalypse at this point you were like sliding through yeah pretty much like i would if i tried to brake too hard my car would keep going for about another honestly (laughs) (laughs) and i just remember me and my friend exchanging glances like, all right, I need you to pray right now. Like, I, I, don't, I don't even go to church like that, but I need some type of higher power to get me through this car ride. <laughs> I think we called you a few times yeah. along the way because we were concerned about the conditions that you had talked about yeah. while you were on the road. We were expecting that if things were okay, you'd be there at a certain time. But we had kind of like, uh, you know, resigned to the idea that this may take forever, but all we need is safety. Yeah. 
And I can't really remember that. Well, I made it. And I, 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 be, I remember being grateful that it wasn't me driving. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of Roundabout was hosted by me, Dallin Byers. A special thanks to my dad, Skip, for taking this trip down memory lane with me. For ACAST, Shante Howell is our executive producer. This series was written and reported by Ariana Thomas, Natalia Aldosoro, and Shante Howell with production support and podcast art by Emma Spellacy. Jen Finger is our group business director and Donna Jung is our account manager. For DCP Entertainment, Ryan Woodall and Adele Coleman are our senior producers. And for State Farm, a special thanks to Christine Williams, Mariana Rutledge, and Daniela Sampaio.